Because knowing yourself isn't just another buzzword. Knowing yourself is the first step toward becoming the empowered individual you know you can be. Your healing comes through your willingness to feel and explore and to look back, not with eyes of victimhood and blame, but with eyes intent on understanding. Are you ready to journey inward? I'm your host, Shauna Galbrand. This is Know Yourself. Hello, beautiful soul and fellow sister. I am Shauna. Thank you so much for watching this video or for listening to this recording, which I would like to dedicate to healing the division between women share a little bit of my story how about how that is happening for me and offer you some tips or some tools or some practices that you can integrate in healing the division between yourself and the women in, in your life if that's something you're feeling called to do consciousness is rising on the planet the feminine is rising on the planet and it is very needed for all of us to find that, you notice that look, that look of like, well, not everyone's going to do it, but everyone doesn't have to. If you individually are in that place of, I'm looking to find that balance between my divine masculine and divine feminine, then this recording is for you. This podcast is for you. This video is for you. The feminine is rising. Again, very important. We have been living in an overly dominant patriarchal system for a very long time and things are out of balance. We've been disconnected from nature, we've been disconnected from our from our emotional centers and things are off balance and we need to find that balance and that is happening. It is happening with individuals like me who through my own experience, I bring to you through my excitement of recording these videos or recording these audios so that maybe something within you is sparked because as each individual like me, like you, does this work, for lack of a better word, we are healing the collective. We are bringing healing to the collective, to the one human body, to sisterhood by our willingness and our ability to embody more feminine essence and to understand individually, consciously, what that means, what that feels like, what that looks like, how it is experienced within you and without of you, or within you and outside of you. So that's where I would like to go today. And I want to start off by sharing with you that I've been listening to teachers. I actually just received a certification um, around sisterhood. I've been reading books. I've been listening and I've been taking in a lot of information. The information, what I've been reading, what I've been hearing has been really helpful. But what has been most helpful on my journey 
is listening to my intuition, listening to my higher self, and taking action on the guidance that I am receiving from within. So talk about embodying the feminine. That's what the feminine is. It's the willingness and the ability to be still, to turn inwards, to tune in, to listen to my higher mind, to my intuition, and then take action on those things. So for example, out of the blue, I began an apology tour. I'm not done with it yet. I'm in the middle of it. I'm getting close to the end. Not that you needed to know where I was on my journey, but I intuitively and organically began reaching out to women in my life, apologizing. How did this come about? Through my meditative practice, through my practiced practice of stillness and being, I would listen. I would feel, I would allow myself to feel. Another aspect of the feminine is to actually feel your feelings rather than run away from them, ignore them, distract yourself from them, avoid them, hate them, control them, manage them. I allowed myself to feel. And certain women would sweep through my awareness and I would feel. And in that feeling, I would think, I want to apologize to this woman. This woman, I know that my past actions or my past words may have affected them in a lower vibrational way. And I would feel that emotional heaviness or that emotional baggage that I was carrying that I no longer wanted to carry. I no longer needed to carry. So I began reaching out to women in my life. In my openness, in my vulnerability, to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for any words or actions of my past that may have offended you, that may have disrespected you, that may have upset you, knowing I'm not responsible for how they feel or how they respond or how they react, but because I needed to and because I wanted to. I needed to clear the slate in order to step deeper into a healed and trusting sisterhood. So I reached out to women. women. I, I still have a few people on my list. While I'm recording this, I'm thinking of the people that I still would like to speak with, but I reached out to them. I would say 99% of the women that I have reached out with, out to have been receptive. They have received my apology and responded in a most heartfelt way, which opened the dialogue further, which created more healing, which created more um, a deeper relationship, a, a stronger bond, that ability and that willingness to be honest with each other and to say what needed to be said. It was, it's been wonderful. It, it certainly was scary. I'm not going to lie. 
to be vulnerable like that, to take ownership instead of blame, 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 ego, ego, you did it, you did it, you did it, you did it, I'm the victim. No. No. What role have I played? That's a powerful question. One that many don't want to even address. What role did I play in the relationship? In asking that question in those moments of meditation, in those moments of stillness, I took ownership. I took responsibility. I cultivated curiosity. I went deeper. I honestly practiced self-exploration and spoke truths to myself about what role I played in the relationship. And I saw this and this and this, which helped me recognize my childhood wounds, my childhood trauma that play out in adulthood in the relationships with other women. I mean, yes, I can sit here and I can talk about all the mean girls throughout my life, but that's not what I wanna talk about right now. I'm, I'm looking forward, I'm not looking back, even though the practice was to reflect back um, but I've already done a lot of forgiveness of my, of my childhood and teen years. So let me come back here. Some of the women I reached out to did not respond. And that's okay. I feel love, understanding, forgiveness, acceptance, neutrality, in my body when i think about this one particular woman that just popped into my head i just send her love it's okay that she didn't respond to me it's okay if she may still be holding grudges or resentment or anger it's okay that's not mine to own it's not mine to manage it's not my responsibility it has nothing to do with me it's not mine to own i took a step and did what I felt was necessary in healing the relationships with other women in my life. It's been a journey. It really has been. I mentioned that, I think I mentioned that it happened naturally and organically and intuitively. Yes, I did mention that. And I can understand why, because I know that as I'm moving forward, I'm going deeper into the idea of the feminine rising and embracing sisterhood and bringing women together and being in circle. I know this has always been on my radar. Like when I look back, I can see how things happened to lead me where I am today. So I got to thinking yesterday about the idea of healing the division between women and what that means to me, what that looks like to me. And I've already been doing it. It's already taking place, it's already unfolding, which is fantastic. But I went in a little deeper and I asked myself, how else does healing the division between myself and the women in my life show up? How, what practices can I embrace or integrate that helps me move deeper into a sisterhood. And yes, I'm drinking tea. I'm always drinking tea. 
So I wanted to share those with you. Talk for a moment or two about each one. These are in no particular order. I just wrote them out here. And here goes. Stop gossiping. Just stop. Stop gossiping about other women. One of my first consciousness teachers, Louise Hay, for those of you who listen to me, you know I talk about Louise Hay a lot, but she made a she played a big role in my life back in 2009 when I started on my journey. <clears throat> I remember reading about her her thoughts of gossip, gossiping, and how she would recommend to just stop it in its tracks. So if you're with someone, if you're with another woman who is gossiping, stop it there. Not, let me be clear. Um, It's not about taking a teaching moment to say, hey, you shouldn't be gossiping about someone. It's more that you decide that it stops with you and that you know that whatever you just heard, it's not going to go further. You, You are not going to continue the gossiping the teachable moment comes when you are you are at a higher vibration of being you show other people through not gossiping being that higher level uh, i don't want to say it like that how do i want to say it more conscious example of not gossiping. It's not exactly how I want to say it. I feel like there's a word that I can't recall right now, um, but it will come to me. A higher vibrational place where you show by non-action the highest vibrational way to be, which is not gossiping. I hope I'm making sense with this because I just got all up in my head for a second rather than being in my heart. So let me come back into my heart and have another cup, uh, another sip of tea. Be the version of yourself, the highest vibrational version of yourself as a living example of what other women can achieve by not gossiping. That's what I wanted to say. That's what happens when we get out of our heads and come into our hearts and speak from heart. It all flows naturally. Recognize when your ego wants to make you right. And when I think about that statement, I think about the blaming. I think about uh, judging and gossiping. If you are in that place of gossip or judging or blaming someone else, what part of you do you want to make right? And when you're gossiping with other people or other people are gossiping with you, what are you looking for energetically from these people that you are gossiping with, even though you're not going to anymore, right? Because you are dedicated to ending that practice of gossiping about other women. What are you trying to prove right to yourself? Why does your ego want to make you right? What is that doing for you? 
when you want to be in that place of self-righteousness, prove someone else wrong. Create positive, uplifting, loving stories in your mind. This is a good one. We all do this. An event happens. A story is immediately created. A feeling is immediately generated. The story and the feeling determine your behavior. And your behavior determines the outcome. This is something that all humans do. When one is not practicing awareness, the stories generated are most likely going to be based in negativity, fear, and rooted in your childhood wounds and trauma. Rooted in the beliefs you are holding on to the perspectives that you have of life and yourself. So as far as a relationship with a woman goes, here's just a quick example. I know I've used this example somewhere else, but I'm going to use it again. You text a friend of yours, a female friend of yours, and she doesn't respond. What sort of stories are you creating in your mind about not receiving a text back from that friend? If your story is negative, if you are thinking something like she doesn't want to talk to you or she's being rude, you are going to generate lower level energy feelings. You cannot have a negative thought and generate a positive feeling. It just doesn't happen. It's the same way. You can't generate a high vibrational thought and have a low, lower level energy um, emotion. Excuse me. You just can't. So if you start to create a story about why your girlfriend or why this woman didn't get back to you and it's based in negativity or fear, you are going to generate lower level emotions. Now, that negative story and those lower level emotions are going to determine your behavior. Your behavior can look like pulling your energy back, remaining silent, giving her the cold shoulder, or say you get the text back and you say, oh, now she finally gets back to me. Well, I'm not going to respond now until tomorrow. That's your behavior. And the outcome is strained relationship. This is a pattern that we all go through. And the more you become aware of the stories that you're creating in your mind, the easier it is to create a new narrative. Real quick story, a girlfriend of mine we had connected on text. I said to her, the details of the story don't matter, but I said to her, oh, I was wondering why I hadn't received your texts, but I also did not create stories in my mind as to why I didn't. I was very aware that I could have gone down that rabbit hole. I could have started to create all these negative stories of why I'm right and she's wrong but I didn't. And that generated higher vibrational feelings, which generated a better behavior. It was like neutral, like, oh, okay, it's all right. She didn't respond. It's okay. I'm, let me go on with my life. I'm still happy. And the relationship didn't suffer because of it, right? It actually grew. It deepened. Now, 
this pattern, this new narrative, as I like to call it, you can use this for anything. If you have a trigger, if you have an event in your life, if you um, have something placed in your life that you don't want there, notice the stories you're spinning in your head. Really important. And you can also start at the other end. Look at your behavior. Look at outcomes that are not your preference. Look at your patterns of thought and behavior that are not your preference. And then work your way back to the stories that you're telling yourself about the situation or the stories you're telling yourself about yourself in relation to the situation. All right, so stop all the gossip. Recognize when your ego wants to make you right. Create positive stories. Create a new narrative. These are three things that you can do to help heal the division between you and other women in your life. These are things you can do to strengthen sisterhood. Avoid creating structures on the relationship. Right here, been doing this my whole life. And again, for those of you who listen to the words that I speak, you know that I've talked about this before. You don't know what the relationship is for, but what we, not all of us, but what some of us can tend to do is put a rigid structure on what the relationship should be, what it should look like, how it should unfold. And when those expectations, many of them are unconscious, and assumptions are not met, when those expectations of what the relationship should be based on the structure you've placed upon the relationship, that leads to anger, resentment, more of those low-level negative stories, uh, lower vibrational emotions, uh, dysfunctional behavior, and stress on the relationship. So notice if you're placing structures on the relationships with the women in your life. And if so, free yourself from them. Free her from them. Take those structures off your relationships and allow the relationships to be what they are. Let the relationship show each of you what it's about instead of imposing that rigid structure. Practice awareness of patterns. Well, personally, awareness is um, the key to everything. So if you are on a journey of self-discovery, of higher consciousness, you probably already know. Awareness. Every day, all day long, practicing awareness. Looking at yourself. Cultivating curiosity and practicing honest self-exploration. Asking yourself the questions, but also the willingness and the ability to speak the truths to yourself, even if they're uncomfortable. Awareness of your patterns kind of goes back to, well, not kind of, but it does, go back to that uh, new narrative. Look at your patterns, your patterns of behavior. I know for myself, I would pull my energy right back because of those structures that I placed on the relationship. So I began looking at that pattern. Oh, this is what I typically do. Oh, this happened? Well, this is what I typically do. Let me just wipe that off, uh, away so I don't have to think about it. I don't have to look at it. I don't have to feel about it. Look at your patterns that you have with the women in your life. Are they your preference? 
If they are not, if your answer is no, I don't really like this pattern, then start to look at it a little bit more closely. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? What story are you telling yourself? What are you afraid is going to happen if you let go of that pattern? What are you afraid is going to happen if you took that structure off of that relationship? Speak those truths on, honestly to yourself. Oh, look at that. That was my next one. Speak my truth. My road, when it first began, was bumpy. It was very bumpy. Um, there were very deep potholes. And that's one of the reasons also that I've begun or practiced this apology tour, have been reaching out to heal or mend the relationships with women in my life is because when I first started speaking my truth, it did not come out well at all. And I know that my words were offensive and disrespectful, but speaking your truth, and it's right underneath that I have be vulnerable and apologize. Speaking your truth is a practice in vulnerability. When we speak our truth, it's very important to bring in the divine feminine to be in that place of love and compassion for yourself and for the other woman, but also bringing in the divine masculine. The task of the masculine is to take our truth out into the world in a clear and straightforward way. So speaking your truth honestly, directly, but from a place of love and compassion. And you could even start it off with, you know, I'm in this new practice of speaking my truth and, and that it's been kind of bumpy, but this is what I want to say. And that leads right to be vulnerable and apologize. If you feel the need, if you're carrying around that energetic weight of, you know, I really feel like I want to apologize, but then you're like, nope, I'm not doing that because that's too scary and they might yell at me or they might reject me. Allow yourself to move into vulnerability, to speak your truth, to apologize. I was doing it for the other people. I am. I still am doing it for the other woman, but I'm also doing it for myself. Because as I do this, I feel like I'm clearing karma. I'm finding balance and harmony within myself. And I'm making way for new to enter. And I'm not talking about getting rid of the women in my life and having new women come in, even though I'll talk about that in a second. My power, my feminine power to rise, the my becoming, um, the person, the woman I prefer to be, I'm giving space for that to emerge and rise within me. As far as um, women leaving or staying, when you're vulnerable, when you speak your truth, maybe you too would like to apologize, or maybe there's a woman out there that you would like to, to have a vulnerable conversation with. So you can say, these actions and these words that you spoke to me back whenever, I need to let you know how they made me feel, what effect they had on me. I would like to clear this energy between the two of us, and I really need you to know this. That's another beautiful thing to do to heal the division between you and the women in your life. Now, I told you, some women haven't responded to me, and that's totally fine. 
those relationships have dissolved and I'm okay that they've dissolved. I've realized that they were beautiful. If it gets reignited in some way, great. If it doesn't, great. I feel secure and empowered within myself. And as you do this work, as you allow the feminine to rise within you, as you heal the relationships with the women in your life and embrace a sisterhood deeper and deeper, you will attract higher vibrational sisters into your world. I just wanted to say that. I have here, don't share information about a woman during a casual conversation unless the person has given you permission to do so. So let me talk about that for a second. Common friends. And one friend has something going on that she has talked to you about. Stop it there. Hold that confidence. She may have told you something in confidence. It is not your place to then, even though it may be mutual friends, to then share information with the other members of your circle. If someone is sharing something with you, you could always ask, is this something that you want to keep between the two of us? Is this something that I can share with our other group of friends if I'm talking to them? That's really important to do so. I find it's very important to do so. If I'm talking to someone, I don't want them spreading news about me, even if it's to other people that I know. I want to tell people things on my own. So it kind of goes both ways. If you are talking to a female friend of yours and you want the relation, uh, the conversation kept between the two of you, ask, can you please keep this confidential? And for those of you on the receiving end, that a, a girlfriend of yours or a woman in your life is telling you something, you can ask, is this converse, conversation something you want to keep confidential? Or is it something like if I see so-and-so, a mutual friend, is it okay for me to talk about this? Or do you want to keep it confidential? That helps strengthen the bonds of trust between you and other women, you and your sisters. Listen to understand rather than listen to respond. You don't need to be chomping at the bit to get your opinion, your perspective, your experience as soon as the other woman that you're with stops talking. Practice listening to understand rather than listening to respond. That lets her know that you are fully present for what she is going through and what she is sharing with you rather than, oh, well, this happened to me. Oh, I can totally relate to that because I had this experience, blah, 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 blah. Stop doing that. Listen. Be fully present. Listen intuitively. Give your female friend the gift of your presence and your understanding without you needing to interject anything about you and instead just be fully present for what is happening with her. Trust, the cornerstone of any relationship. Let me come back to speaking your truth. The moment you begin to utter your truth, the dynamics of the relationship change, the molecules of the relationship change, the direction of the relationship changes. 
and the idea of the trust that was created within the relationship changes. But that trust can be reestablished and it can be reestablished through practices just like this. Open honesty, vulnerability, willingness. You can build trust again or deepen trust even further, especially if you're open to talking about these things with the women in your life. The other thing that I wanted when I when I wrote that, some things came up and I want to come back to the idea of, you know, women having a casual conversation and then one of the women that the woman that was on the receiving end then takes it to another member of their circle. Um, to me, that is distrust. And there are women in my life right now, even though I want to trust them with certain information, I know I can't. And that's okay. The higher vibrational, more conscious women will come into your life that you can trust the more you practice this stuff, the more willing you are to not only allow the feminine to rise within you and embody more feminine essence, but the more that you heal the relationships with the women in your life. Be the living example of all of this, but at the same time, use your discretion. You may be like me right now who is ready to embrace a community of sisterhood. It's building. I can feel it. I get very emotional when I think about it. But the discernment, I feel, has to be there. It's not about not trusting women. It's about... I don't know if I fully trust you enough that you're not going to say something or that you're not going to interrupt me or whatever the case may be to share this part of me. That has to be built. It has to develop. And that happens, like I said before, when you can be in these practices. Judging, comparing, competing, jealousy. When you are judging another woman, you are judging yourself. Be willing to love yourself unconditionally and to learn what that means for you. What that looks like, what that sounds like, how that is experienced so that you stop judging other women. The moment you stop judging yourself, you will stop judging other women anyway. We've been judging each other forever. Let us stop and heal the division between us, dear sister. Comparing. I have been comparing myself to other women my whole life. Still working on that one. Why? We're all a unique puzzle piece. We're all supposed to be different. 
my issues and my childhood wounds, my body image, comparing myself to other women that are gorgeous and have this beautiful body or comparing myself to other women who look more like me and think, well, wow, they, they, their body kind of looks like mine and they are lovable. So that must mean that I'm lovable too. That whole thing. Bringing ourselves on equal playing field, no matter our body type, no, ma no matter the color of our skin, no matter our sexual orientation, no matter our gender, no matter our cultural background. Evil, even playing field and let go of the comparison in the competition. Jealousy. I was with a friend of mine one time and we were gossiping about someone. And I said to her, wow, I just realized I'm jealous of her. That's why I'm gossiping, gossiping about her and, and trying to make her look bad, trying to put her down, put shame on her because I was jealous of her. And you know why I was jealous of her? Because she is projecting what I know is within me that I've been too afraid to show to the world. That's why I was jealous of her because she was doing things that I want to do and I know I can do, but fear was holding me back. It all comes back to awareness and how willing you are to look within yourself and how important it is for you to heal the relationships with the women in your life past, present, maybe even future. And I hope that some of these suggestions resonated with you today. And I would love to hear from you if you have other ways um, that you are working on or that you have thought of that would help heal the division between women, help to create a stronger bond of that sisterhood. I would love to hear about that. You can put it in the comments below, send me an email, whatever you like. It's time for more and more of us to come together. This has been happening. Sisterhoods are growing by leaps and bounds. And what I shared with you today is how I've been moving through the darkness, moving through the weeds, finding out more of my about myself and what I've been discovering on my journey of allowing my feminine to rise and embodying more feminine essence. So thank you for listening. If you have not subscribed to my channel and you liked what you heard today, please hit that subscribe button below. Click the like button, click the share button, send this to the women in your circle, the women in your life. And together, let us continue in our way, in our each individual way, in our, in our collective way, to heal and strengthen 
the relationships with the females in our life, to strengthen that bond of sisterhood together. Will you join me?